You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Conley Show. And here's your host, David Conley. Greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. This is your conductor, David Connolly, here, welcoming you to another fun-packed edition of my little weekly show. This week, uh, we're going to be talking about how to write great content for your website. Um, You know, there has never been a time where writing good content is more important than it is just now. I uh, hang out with a lot of people who are very fanatical about search engine optimization. And uh, I'm kind of quite fortunate because most of the sites that I have are top three on Google for their primary uh, target search phrases. So, for example, uh, this particular show that you're listening to, in the UK, it's top three for the phrase Internet Marketing Radio. Might not be top three if you're in uh, the States or something like that, but, you know, on a kind of national level, uh, most of the sites that I build make it to the top or certainly uh, to the top three. So, the strange thing is, you know, in the past, the way that you got sites to the top of Google was all about links, you know? Well, it was kind of uh, links and structure and, you know, sure, content mattered to an extent, but most of the focus was on links. Um, Within the last year or so, the focus has really changed. And when I'm hooking up with SEO people, we're actually talking about content these days. There is no doubt at all that Google is very interested in content. And if you can get some really good content on your site, then you can get a high search engine uh, engine ranking. And you know, the funny thing is though, is that good content for the web is about more than just a high search engine ranking because You know, you could have an article on your website which is perfectly optimized for Google. You could have all the right keywords and you could have all of the all of the things that Google looks for uh, and you know a website when it's when it's ranking. but of course, you know, the, the problem is having a site that ranks highly doesn't, or an article that ranks your site highly doesn't necessarily uh, equate to an article that sells. So, you know, writing an article that actually sells something, some product or service, that kind of article isn't necessarily an article which has a high search engine ranking. Can you handle what I'm saying here? So there's basically two parts to this uh, show today. And the first part is going to be 
kind of how to write an article, a really great article from an SEO perspective, specifically from a Google perspective. And the second part of this uh, little show will be all about how to write a good article from a sales perspective. Now, there's certain rules we have which will help us to get a high search engine ranking and there's certain kind of rules and guidelines and what have you which if we follow them will help us to sell. And you can probably guess that if we combine both of those then we should have some really super cool content. So. I'm not going to uh, labour this and I'm not going to turn it into a big marathon or anything. I'm just going to very quickly run through some points. Uh, I'll start off with search engine optimization. Now I know that some of you will be familiar with this material to start off with, but just hang in there and within just a few minutes I'll be giving you some information which you are not hearing anywhere else. Okay, so let's talk about search engine optimization uh, um, from the perspective of article writing. Now, the first thing you're going to need to have on your article, here comes the patronizing statement of the week, okay? <laughs> patronizing statement of the week. The first thing you're going to have to have is a good headline. Now, I know that some of you are thinking this is all a wee bit obvious, but Honestly, you would be amazed at the amount of people who don't have headlines uh, in their articles. I am actually in conversation with a company in England who I'm hoping they're, they're going to hire me. Uh, they're an IT company. They do quite well, but for some bizarre reason, they, they don't have any headlines on their text on the articles and on any of the website content. It's quite strange and you'd be surprised at how many people don't have tight, uh, headlines. So we need a headline, but not just any old headline. We need to have our target key phrase in the headline. So if you were um, Let's imagine, oh gee, let's imagine you were trying to optimize for the phrase uh, car insurance, okay? Car insurance. Well, you would have a headline, and in that headline, you would have the phrase car insurance. Dead easy, right? Um, now, this headline that you have must be encapsulated in what we web people call H1 tags. I'm not going to go off on one and tell you what H1 tags means. Just Google it. That's H for hotel and one the number one. Your headline needs to have H1 tags, okay? Now, you don't want to use uh, bold tags. You don't want to use any strange colouring tags or italics or anything like that. We just want H1 tags and a headline inside those H1 tags and nothing else. If you need to change the colour of your headlines or the font size or anything like that, you should do that via CSS, actually via an external CSS style sheet. Hello there wee cat. I have a cat here with me going to say hello. 
No? Maybe not. Anyway, you can gather that I'm not in the office today. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the next thing, apart from a headline, moving on, we also need a sub-headline. And that means, same as the headline, but with H2 tags. We need a sub-headline, and we need that sub-headline to... Um, have our key phrase in it. So again, back to the car insurance example, a good uh, headline would be anything with car insurance in it, same with the sub-headline. Now this is all a wee bit uh, easy, I think. This is, for most of you, this is going to seem blindingly obvious. But now I'm going to move on and give you a couple of wee distinctions that I've picked up over the many years that I've been doing this kind of thing professionally. Um, you know, Google Google is actually an advertising company when you think about it. Google makes most of its income or generates most of its revenue from AdWords, okay? And, uh, sorry, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm <laughs> just laughing. I'm in the room here. There's a there's a very friendly wee cat with me here, and I'm pacing up and down with a microphone, and it's acting it's acting as if it's going to pounce on <laughs> on the wire that's dragging across the floor. Anyway, back to the subject. Google is an advertising company, and they make most of their revenue from AdWords now. What Google have been trying to do for almost 10 years actually is they've been very proactively trying to create a scenario where non-commercial websites and informational sites appear on the natural listings which is the main area kind of on the left hand side and they want commercial websites to appear on Google AdWords, which are either on the right-hand side or and sometimes along the top uh, as well, so kind of like an inverted L shape. So the sites that you see in the natural listings tend to be uh, more often than not informational websites. Okay. Now you'll notice that one of the sites that's possibly the the best optimized site you know on the entire web is wikipedia you know if if you search for uh, your favorite actor's name or a film or a type of car or anything you'll notice that wikipedia uh, very often appears on page one very often at the top as a matter of fact when i was um trying to optimize for the phrase web development because I am a web developer. I remember I got to number two on Google for the phrase web development, which was quite good, you know, to get number two. Uh, I think there was about a quarter of a billion with a B uh, results at the time, but I couldn't get ahead of Wikipedia. It, they were just so good. So they were first and I was second. But one of the reasons why Wikipedia is so powerful is because it's an informational website. 
I mean, sure, it's uh, it has you know many hundreds of thousands of pages. It's updated constantly and so on, but it also has that non-commercial, informational uh, kind of side to it, which Google really likes. Now, uh, on the other hand, and conversely, over the last uh, gee, I've been doing this since the mid nineteen nineties. But within, uh, how long would I say, since about 2004, myself and a few of the people who I work with have noticed that Google doesn't appear to respond favourably to sites which are full of what I would call commercial flags. So what I mean by that is if you have a website and it says something like uh, special offer or add to cart or you know any phrase um summer sale you know any phrase that indicates that this is actually a commercial website well that's what 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 i would call a flag you know and it's a flag it's like you're waving a flag and you're saying to google google this is a commercial site you know but you can have a flag that's the other side of the fence which says to Google, hey Google, this is actually a non-commercial website. So this is a wee kind of theory that I've came up with over the years. I, I'm probably not the only person who has came to these conclusions, but I haven't seen anyone else writing about this uh, and I haven't checked out anyone else speaking about this so far. But basically it's a wee theory which I call flag theory. And the theory is that when you're writing your articles, when you're writing those headlines and those subheadlines, you want to load those uh, headlines and subheadlines and indeed the article with positive flags. These are phrases that indicate to Google that scream out, hey, this is a non-commercial informational website, kind of like Wikipedia. So um, you may wonder, well, what are the, the flags, the phrases that you should be putting in to give those messages out to Google? Uh, Google? My lips have stopped working. Um, now, it's I've ran some tests on this and, you know, there's a bit of guesswork to be honest, but based on uh, my own tests and my own observations, the kind of phrases that seem to do well are, well, words and phrases like review, information, advice, you see, so phrases like that. Uh, let me see, we've got review, information, advice, um, discussion, news. Uh, so these, these are all words which I happen to believe send out positive messages that this is an informational website, you see. Um, the online shops that, that I build these days, the URLs all say uh, review and advice and information and things like that. I actually make that part of the URLs, which is one of the reasons why uh, I think it's one of the reasons why 
actually all of the online shops that I build end up on page one sooner or later, you know. Uh, so that pretty much concludes headlines, sub-headlines and a wee bit of uh, flag theory. Now let's talk about uh, keyword proportions. There's been a lot of speculation and there is a lot of speculation along the lines of, well, how you know, what's the optimum percentage of keywords to have in an article? How much is too much and how much is not enough? And whilst we're on the subject, how long should your article be? Well, um, I'm not going to go into the whole percentage thing. I've, I have books which have put percentages on this ranging from about 2% to about 5%. But basically, as a kind of rough guideline, what I'd say is, is try to aim for an article that's 500 words or more. Any less than 500 words, and it's really not going to make much of a dent, you know. Google loves, uh, to, you know, text, frankly. And if you can make your article more than 500 words, you will be just fine, okay? So that's the first tip. Um, as far as the actual keywords go, again, back to our car insurance article, I would aim to have car insurance mentioned about three to five times in a 500-word article about three to five times. Now, as well as that, I would try and have the phrase car insurance uh, in the first sentence of the article, somewhere in the first sentence. We know from tests, I mean, th this is all kind of speculation, I suppose we don't know, but based on many, many years of testing and cross-checking with other people, um, we think that Google pays a lot of attention to the top of the source code and to the start of the article. So have that keyword in the first sentence of the article. Now here's another wee tip which I picked up. Google seems to um, reward sites that have the actual keyword in bold text at the start of the article. Now, in, in the world of HTML, you can get bold text by doing like the wee uh, back or less than symbol and then a B and then the greater than symbol. But you can also have bold text by using what's called uh, strong tags. So it's when you do like less than and you write the word strong and then you do a forward slash um, ah, correction, then you, after the word strong, you do a greater than symbol, then you would do your key phrase, let's say car insurance, and at the end of the insurance, it's less than, uh, forward slash, then strong, and then greater than. So those strong tags seem to draw attention. Uh, somehow, they, they just seem to draw attention to the article and it seems to affect ranking positively, okay? Um, a couple of other tips. Make sure your articles are unique. Do not 
spin articles, what, whatever you do. I've tried article spinning. If you don't know what that means, it basically means taking a, an article that's already out there and shuffling the words about, maybe exchanging a few phrases and kind of trying to fool the search engines into thinking that this is an original article. Uh, folks, I have tried this. I've tried various software applications that do this kind of thing for you and I've also tried it manually. It is not a good strategy and you're always better off going with an original article. Now, uh, you may be wondering, well, what if you don't have time to write an article uh, and what if you maybe don't know how to write good articles, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe maybe writing just isn't your thing and your uh, expertise lies in other areas. Well, the good news is I have a fabulous uh, tip for you. There's a website called iwriter.com. That's I, as in like indigo, I, writer, okay, it's, you know, all one word, so W-R-I-T-E-R, iwriter.com. If you head there, you'll see a massive selection of people who are all eager, well, you won't see them, but, you know, you'll be able to uh, access the database and access a massive amount of people. I'm not sure how many are on it, but it must be into the thousands. And it's full of people who would be delighted to write articles for you. Now, the, the cost of those articles and the cost for that service is unbelievably cheap. They have different types of writers or different levels. And the elite level, last time I checked, it's about $12 or something like that for a 500 word article. So, you know, this is definitely affordable, especially when you think of the amount of work that's involved. So I would highly recommend checking out iWriter.com. That's kind of like one of my secret weapons just for situations when I'm too busy to do it myself. Uh, when you use iWriter, I would always hire an elite article writer. Don't, uh, you know, for me it's just too risky going with one of the kind of lower ranked writers. So I would definitely pay that wee bit extra and get that, you know, higher quality in there. And the other thing is, is when you get an article from iWriter, uh, as part of the kind of iWriter policy, they run all of the articles through Copyscape, which is a software application that guarantees that the articles are original. So you don't have to worry about it being plagiarized or anything like that. So iWriter.com, it's the top tip of the day. So I think that's enough to keep you going as far as uh, search engine optimization goes. There is, of course, a few points to be made with regards to meta tags, okay? It's vitally important to have your key phrase in your, in your page title. Now, don't mistake the page title with the headline. The page title I'm talking about is the 
actual title that goes in the source code and if you look at the very 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 top of the page maybe even on the tab if you've got one of the modern browsers you'll see some words there that's the page title okay so get that key phrase on the page title um, and also on the meta tags description and ideally on the keywords as well I'm not going to go off on one and talk about meta tags but just sort that stuff out, okay? And, you know, you need to have your meta tags done as well. But we're talking about articles today. And I'm gonna now go on to part two of my little conversation. And I'm gonna talk about, well, just a few tips really on how to write content which sells. And really, all I, all I have to give you is a couple of very, very simple guidelines. It won't take long, but if you follow these guidelines, then I can absolutely guarantee it will have a positive effect on conversions. Uh, all of this stuff has been tried and tested and most of the time learnt the hard way because, you know, I've, I've made every mistake in the book. Now, one of the, in fact, the single biggest mistake that people make when they're trying to write uh, some kind of content to sell a product or service. You know what the single biggest mistake they make is? They focus on themselves. Now I know that that seems like maybe it's not a mistake. Maybe you want to talk about yourself and you're dying to tell the world about your amazing product or service and you're really looking forward to just putting all of that stuff out there. But you know, the funny thing is, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but you see, nobody really cares. <laughs> Isn't that a shame? Yes, it's, it is a shame, but you see, nobody really cares. Um, people who know how to sell and people who have studied this, they know that actually the most important thing you can focus on when you're in a selling situation is the person who you're trying to sell to. So, in other words, um, Let's suppose, for example, you were a web designer and you were trying to sell web design services. Now, what the vast majority of people do, and you know, you see this all the time, is they'll say for the headline, welcome to blankety blank web design. Now that's a mistake straight away because that headline doesn't say anything about why you should go to that particular company or anything like that, you know. And then when they go into the text, they'll say, um, we are a creative design website design company based in England and we uh, have been doing designs since blah 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 and we've won such and such awards and we have a unique approach and blah 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 blah. Well, Here's a news flash. Nobody cares about that. Nobody wants to read that. Nobody will read that. That's a, a complete turn off. Now you can have that kind of information in your about us section. 
okay so if you have an about us page on the website then by all means you can put that kind of uh, content in there but for the home page for landing pages and for pages where you're generally trying to get sales you want to take the focus away from you and on to the customer or the prospect so in the case of the web design company you might say something like uh, your headline could be something like uh, now you can have a stunning design on for your website or something like that or now your website can look fantastic in only seven days or less can you see how I'm changing the focus from me to them? Um, and the funny thing is, you know, there's a, there's a magical little word, actually a couple of magical words that you can use when you're doing this. And the magical words are you and your. Okay, that's uh, Y-O-U-R. If you can stack those two words into your text as much as possible, then you're going to be doing just fine. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tony Robbins. Have you heard of Tony Robbins, the motivational guy? He, he is actually a really good salesman. I mean, his presentation technique is outstanding. And I say that in a kind of respectful way, you know and uh, he, he really is very very good at presenting and frankly at selling i think he's one of the best you know now if you go to the tony robbins website at least as i speak to you there's a video on the home page i think it lasts about a minute or so and he just basically introduces himself and he introduces the website now seeing that one minute video check out the amount of times he says you or your so uh, you know and pardon my accent but he, he comes on this video and the whole vibe is like uh, hi how are you doing i'm tony robbins and we've made this website for you to give you a resource where you can check out all of the things that's going on and you can blah 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 and I counted it one time and I'm sure there was about 36 U's in the space of just a minute or two. I mean, it was just completely over the top. Check that out, you know. Now, if that was a, an English exam or something like that, he might not score full marks. But when you're watching the video and when you're kind of in the moment and it's a... You know and you're just checking this out you don't notice this you know most people won't even notice this but well now you will notice because i've told you so check out tonyrobbins.com watch how often he says the word you and your it's this is a really really powerful technique that uh, you <laughs> i'm using it now that you can use okay so switch the focus away from you and onto the person. So back to our web design example. What, what I'm saying is get rid of all the, we are a creative agency who have been doing this for blah, blah, blah years and we have so many rewards. 
change the focus so uh, I'm completely winging it, you know, I'm making this up as I go along, but something like, um, if you ever thought that having a great looking website would cost you the earth, then the good news is that I, that you can have a website for much less, you know, I'm talking rubbish, but I've said the word you three times already, you know. Um, that's the whole point, we're changing the emphasis. And a good little tip is when you're writing text, just imagine someone, just maybe some prospect who's really impatient and they're just kind of looking at you. And as you say this or you write this, they're just saying, so what's in it for me? What is in it for me? So when you're writing, you're constantly saying, what is in it for them, you know? Um, so let me think, um, if you, okay, a sample of some text. Um, if you have been let down by your web developer, then help is at hand. Now you can contact the web updaters and we will have your website back up and running in no time at all. All you have to do is fill in this form and we will get straight back to you. Do you get the idea? Okay, so I'm shifting the focus and I'm saying the word you over and over and over again. I know it doesn't sound right, but this is the technique and it's not just me, check out Tony Robbins, check out a guy like Kevin Trudeau, I don't know if you've heard of him, Kevin, that's it, and then his second name is T-R-U-D-E-A-U, -E Kevin Trudeau, check out him on Google, uh, check out his presentational abilities and watch how he does this, this is what the sales gurus are doing. Uh, now let me look at the clock, 33 minutes, I have so much more to say on this subject, you know, I really have got so much more to say, but I think I'm going to wrap up because I just wanted to give you some kind of general guidelines. You now know some rules that will help you to write content that will get you high up on the search engines and you also know a few wee tricks, just a few that will make your text a lot more appealing and a lot more likely uh, to end up with a result. Now, one final word of warning, not so much a word of warning, but you know, just a wee kind of, I don't know, thing worth pointing out. Please do not ever, I mean, I want you to promise me, promise me that you will never write an article and put it on your homepage and make the headline welcome to blah 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 okay see those headlines welcome to blah 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 I really can't stress enough how rubbish those headlines are so when you're coming up with those headlines which are really critical the advice is clear get your keyword in there and get your positive kind of flag in there if you can. So words like review, advice, information, if you can, it's not that important. But above all, focus on 
the prospect, not on yourself. So you can combine these rules, the SEO kind of rules or guidelines with the sales guidelines. And I tell you what, you will be in the top 1% as far as uh, content writers go for the web. So thank you very much for your time. This has been my little uh, kind of lesson of the week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I'll see you again sometime at the next Grand Bash. Bye. Internet Marketing Talk Radio. Can it get any deeper?